Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Pull up a stool and join us. 585-866-4FAN. 866-4326. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. All right, let's get some winners. Joined now by the host of Send It In and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, PJ Glasser, Insider Calls, presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And, and PJ, before we talk college football, before we talk NFL, and we got Major League Baseball tonight, the ALCS Game 3 in Texas. And I was just going back and thinking, you know, Gene's a big Mets fan, and there's one guy who, I know most Mets fans, and let's face it, baseball fans just absolutely loved. Uh, he played in, until a very advanced age and had had one of the most uh, most um, recognizable nicknames in all of sports. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the Big Sexy, but I'm trying to remember what his actual name was. Do you, do you have that off the top of your head, PJ? I do, Dave. This is a good one. Bartolo Colon. When I heard Mets, I thought you were going with the first baseman, Alonzo, but I love Bartolo. <laughs> well, well but, we gave you Alonzo last week with Kiko Alonzo. We yeah, didn't want to stump yeah. you again. Oh, oh I, I'm, I'm going to stump you on this one. So <laughs> this, I, I thought Danger was going to, because you talked to a Met fan. Bear fan, 85. Met fan, 86. Oh, yeah. And the closer, when he throws his glove up into the air, he was a lefty. His name was Jesse... Ah, oh, Jesse. Did it start with an O? Yes, Gene? Jesse Orozco. Jesse Orozco. I knew it started with an O. I couldn't remember. That's another good one, too. Jesse Orozco. Yeah, and we are really dating ourselves. I mean, you're pulling guys from, like, the mid-'80s. And PJ, what, when were you born? What year were you born? Just make us feel 90, 96. Jesus. 96. There he is. I so know. He's the best. Wow, yeah. PJ, uh, all right. Let, can we start quickly with uh, tonight's ALCS? Uh, it, are you staying away from this? I mean, the Rangers are in control. Is there something in tonight's game that you've got circled that you like that that we could play? They are in control, guys. It's tough to bet against Texas, but I think if there's a spot to do it, this is it. I like the Astros tonight. Seven straight ALCSs for Houston. If there's any team, really in sports, like at this point, in a series, if you need a game, a must-win, it's got to be the Astros. They know they need to win tonight. I really expect it to be an awesome baseball game. Like, truly baseball at its highest level, right? The Astros know it's a must-win. The Rangers have won seven straight here in the postseason. 
I'm going to take the Astros plus money. I think they get the job done tonight. Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly. Uh, and we'll do your thoughts on the Philadelphia Arizona series. Uh, you know, tomorrow is there any value in playing the Phillies at this point, or maybe Phillies futures for the World Series, PJ? Yeah, maybe the maybe for the World Series. You know, guys, what's really interesting is the Phillies, Astros, and Rangers all finished the regular season with the same record. Hmm. So, depending on who meets up in the World Series. It's going to be. It's going to come down to tiebreakers of who gets home field, which obviously is so important for the Phillies because they just don't lose at home. So it's kind of tough to bet futures not knowing who's going to have the home field mm-hmm. advantage. But yeah, I just I don't know what's going to happen with uh with, with the D backs and the Phillies guys. I don't know how many games the series is going to go. Philadelphia is going to win. I think it's probably a gentleman sweep. I think it goes five games. But I, I would not bet against Philadelphia right now. The, the way that they're, they're playing, especially at home, they're, they're too tough to beat out in Philadelphia. All right, we got a lot of Penn State fans uh, listening to us this afternoon. We got a lot of Ohio State fans listening to us this afternoon. We know how big this matchup is in the Big Ten on Saturday. Penn State is always that program that wants to be considered elite but can never get past Ohio State and Michigan. PJ, which way are you leaning uh, for this weekend's action at the Horseshoe? Guys, game of the week, and this this is the time for Penn State. This is the time. I like them plus four and a half. I like a money line. I think they go into the shoe and win the game. I'll tell you why. They've had three weeks to prep for this game. They had a bye week. They played UMass, and now they get Ohio State. They've had three weeks to look at their film. Meanwhile, the Buckeyes, they had to play an undefeated Maryland team. They had to go to West Lafayette and play Purdue last week, a place where they've struggled throughout the years. Ohio State really hasn't had the luxury of kind of peeking ahead where Penn State, that's been their mindset. They knew coming into the season, their non-conference was going to be favorable. Really, their Big Ten schedule was going to be favorable as well outside of Ohio State and Michigan. Franklin's 1-8 and eight against Ohio State. As people know, he's never won in Columbus. This is the time. He's got the quarterback. He's got the running backs. He's got the defense. I think they go in there and get a win. I also like the under two guys, both defenses are really good. I think this is going to be a low-scoring kind of game we saw against Notre Dame when Ohio State played them, maybe like a 2017-21-17 type game. I like the under, but I think Penn State gets the job done. Ooh, PJ, uh, we that is bold. We are going to remember that, and we're going to take your advice on that. Um, there's other action here, too, we want to ask you about. Uh, let's go over to the SEC. Another team coming off a bye, that being Ole Miss, the ranked 13th. They're going to Auburn, Ole Miss on the road giving seven. Do you like them to win the game? Do you like them to cover here? How do you view this matchup, PJ? Guys, maybe it's something in the air, but I'm I'm getting frisky with these underdogs this week. I'm going Auburn plus seven and outright plus 200. Jordan Hare is a tough place to play, not only in the SEC, but all of college football. Kirby Smart talked about it when Georgia played there about a month ago. What a tough environment that is to go into. Ole Miss is having a nice season. Lane Kiffin was searching for that big win in SEC play. He got it against LSU. Now he's looking for his first big win on the road. Ole Miss is the more talented team, but this is one of those spots where Auburn at home behind their defense can muck it up, keep it ugly. I think they win this game outright, guys. I like the Auburn Tigers this weekend. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking to you about Syracuse Army. We see Army now against another uh, SEC opponent here in LSU. You have a take on Army, I'm sure, PJ. I do, guys. This is just one of those perfect spots where 
when Army goes up against a team that's all offense and no defense, I that this is where you back the military military academy teams. Now Auburn isn't or Army, I should say, they run more shotgun than you might expect. They actually don't run it as much as I would like, but they know their only chance in this game is to possess the ball. And I just talk about Penn State having three weeks of prep against Ohio State. LSU's got the same opportunity here against Bama. Army this week, bye week, then you play the Crimson Tide with a chance of winning the SEC West and getting back to Atlanta for the SEC title game. So I don't think LSU is going to be watching as much film on Army as they probably should. They're obviously going to have way better athletes, much more talent out on the field. But that triple option is the great equalizer. I think they can hang around and keep it close. I like Army plus the big number. PJ, uh, we, we got to enjoy Pac-12 football while we'll still have it. And I'm going to hop, Danger, I'm hopping inside the mind of PJ, all right? The, all right, so we have USC and we have Utah. And USC, oh, they look bad Saturday night. Poof, 48 points their defense gave up. But it was also the other side. Caleb Williams, there goes his Heisman hopes. Three interceptions against the Irish. And here comes Utah, and they're 5-1. and one, And they're looking to PJ, if I have listened to you here over the last weeks, you like value. Do you like USC coming off a loss like that? I do, Gene. I do. You, you really listen to me well. You know where I'm at. We like the Trojans this week, fellas. Lay the seven. Utah's defense is elite. One of the best defenses in the country. Their offense without Cam Rising, horrendous. They are worse yards per play than Iowa is. Whenever you're worse at something <laughs> than Iowa when it comes to offense, never a good thing, guys. USC, their defense isn't very good. But I think they're going to get into the high 20s, low 30s into this game, being at home, being at the Coliseum. This is a Utah team they lost to twice last year. They got revenge on their minds, especially coming off the loss to Notre Dame. I just don't see Utah scoring enough points to hang with USC. I like the Trojans minus seven. All right, let's shift gears to Sunday's action in the NFL and the game that we've been spending the most of uh, our time talking about this week, PJ. You know it's the Bills and the Pats. Uh, another big number for the Bills who didn't look great on uh, on Sunday night. New England, just a lost cause. Which way are you leaning here, PJ? Guys, I like the Bills. I'd lay the big number. I think this is a great teaser opportunity as well. You get them under the three, maybe tease them down to two and a half. As you guys know, Buffalo, the last six matchups against the Pats, they've won five of them, and all five of those wins have been by double digits. And even though the Bills have been the team to beat in the division, they know what this game means to their fan base, what it means to their franchise. New England was the team that haunted them for so many years, and they see the Patriots as one of the worst teams in football. And if they have the chance to run it up, they're going to do it, especially coming off a sluggish performance like that. So I like the Bills. Guys, even the Patriots, I mean, just watching them last week, like for them to score, it takes them eight minutes, nine minutes. Like they have these methodical drives against Buffalo's defense. Like Mac Jones is going to make a mistake. You're not going to be able to do that. I don't think they're going to have enough offensive fire. I know they don't have enough offensive firepower to hang with Buffalo if they're right. I like the Bills this week. Uh, the Buccaneers, boy, they look good on the field. I'm not talking about their play. I mean, I love those uniforms last week and how they didn't back that up against Detroit. Um, they're back home this week against Atlanta, and it's Atlanta getting two and a half. I don't know who's going to win that division, PJ, but your thoughts on uh, Tampa hosting Atlanta this week? 
Gene, I don't know who's going to win that division either. I keep thinking the Saints are the best team, and then every time you watch him play and you watch Derek Carr play, you're like, I don't know. Yeah. But then you re- you watch the rest of the division play, and you're like, I don't know either. It's a weird game. My thinking is Desmond Ritter just lost his first home uh, his first home game as a starter in college or the NFL. Wouldn't it be fitting if he goes on the road this week and wins his first career NFL road game? I think it's a nice spot for Atlanta to bounce back and get a win. And guys, you know, a lot of the times in the betting space, you bet numbers and not teams, right? right? There were so many spreads last week that were flip-flopping between two and a half and three. Minnesota and Chicago, you had Cincinnati and the Seahawks. Those favorites, they all won. The one game that didn't touch three was Commanders-Falcons last week, and we saw the Commanders win outright. I'm watching a number, a number of these spreads this week again that are kind of bouncing around a little bit. Baltimore and the Lions are bouncing around. You have the Browns and the Colts. That's going between two and a half and three. Bucks and Falcons has remained two and a half. I think that's telling us a lot. I like Atlanta this week. All right. What about uh, in the West, AFC West? Uh, we got to see the Chargers on uh, Monday night fall to the, the Cowboys. The Chiefs have absolutely dominated their division opponents. Are you taking yeah. the Chiefs here uh, when they uh, face off against L.A.? I am not. I like the Chargers guys, plus five and a half. 19 of the last 24 Charger games have been decided by seven points or few. It's just, I mean, all they do is play one-score games. And like you said, Danger, the Chiefs dominate this division ever since the Mahomes era. He's actually never lost a road game in the AFC West, Hmm. but he has lost a couple times at Arrowhead to AFC West teams. Chargers always play him tough. They always do. These are always three, four-point games. I think we're getting that again. You know, I was interested to see before the Chargers played Dallas on Monday night, this line was at five and a half. Chargers lose by three. It's still at five and a half. So I think the odds makers are expecting the Chargers to bounce back. I expect the same thing as well. I think there's even a chance they might win this game outright too, but I I really like them plus five and a half. Yeah, you were mentioning uh, lines that are bouncing around, and I think uh, Miami, uh, Philadelphia falls into that category. I'm looking at BetQL right now, and they have uh, Miami getting two at Philadelphia. Uh, PJ, like this is a tough one to call. I mean, like you know, the, the the square me would be like, I don't know here. So guide us through here. How do you see this matchup? Guys, I really like the Eagles. I really do. I think people are going to be tempted to like Miami just because, you know, the Eagles were 5-0, and but they really hadn't looked like the Eagles team we saw for much of last year. You could kind of see like a game against the Jets coming. You know, they, they look so dominant at times, and then they go through these lulls where they're just asking for teams to beat them, even as poorly as they played last week. If Jalen Hurts doesn't throw that interception towards the end, They probably win that game. This line's probably minus three instead of two and a half. The reason I like it, though, the Bills showed us the blueprint of how how to beat the Dolphins, and that's rush them with four, get to Tua, and really make them uncomfortable. That's the strength of the Eagles team. Jalen Carter's supposed to be back for Sunday night. They're going to get after Tua. Darius Slay might be back in the secondary as well. I think it's a good bounce-back spot for Philadelphia. Dolphins don't have a very good defense. I think the Eagles control the line of scrimmage, run the ball, keep the offense on the sideline, and then when they do, I think they get after him with four. So I think it's a great matchup. 
for Philly. I think it's a great bounce back spot for Philly. And I think it's a great number for Philadelphia. Anything under the three, really like the Eagles. All right, PJ, we here in the sports bar are still alive in our survivor pool. Uh, we took Miami oh. last week. Now we get to bye weeks. We get to a lot of matchups that are just, uh, so I'm not going to lead you one way or another. I, I, all I'll tell you is we can't use Buffalo in New England. We cannot use Kansas City. Okay. Give us what will be your pick this week. Guys, it, it, is, it is so hard. It is so hard this week. I'm still alive, too. My thinking is, is everybody's going to be on Seattle this week. Everybody's going to be on the Seahawks. And when we get this to this point, and you know everybody's going to load up on one team, it, it worries me. So even though the Seahawks seem like the choice, I think this is the week where we get a little bit we get a little bit courageous and we take maybe one of those smaller spreads. I like Green Bay this week against Denver. That's going to be my playing survivor. I, I know that line makes no sense. It's a, it's a pick 'em, but the Packers are coming off a bye. All those skill position players, the Aaron Jones, the Christian Watson, allow them to get healthy. And look, Denver has been laying weird numbers at home all year. They were favored against the Jets. Three and a half against the Commanders. Three and a half against the Raiders. Not only did they not cover any of those games, they didn't win any of those games. I just don't like the vibe around Denver right now. There's all these reports that Sean Payton wants to trade away everybody, and it's just not a team that I want to get behind. So it's a big time risk. I wouldn't blame you if you want to take Seattle and just you know hope that's the reasonable play. But if you want to get a little risky with me. I'm I'm rolling with the Packers this week. All right, can we get uh, can we get you to explain why San Francisco wasn't brought up, or did you already take San Francisco earlier this year? Yeah, so I already took San Francisco. No, I, I think that's a good option as well. I just you know Minnesota guys, all they do is play one score games. That's all they do, and obviously San Francisco's the Monday night game, and I worry that if you take them and McCaffrey doesn't play and Debo doesn't play. I mean, I know that Browns defense is elite, but we saw how Brock Purdy looked without those guys, and it wasn't pretty, especially if Trent Williams isn't out there. I just worry that it's a Monday night game, and we're not going to know the injury report until kickoff. So I'm staying away from the Niners. I'm staying away from the Seahawks. We're going to roll the dice with the Packers. Wow. All right, we're going to reconvene on Saturday because, okay, so now I'll reveal it here. I'm taking Seattle, dangerous taking San Francisco. So Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, Are you but, guys nervous? Are you guys nervous? Well, like, are you are you are you worried about those picks because you know they're going to be popular? I actually, you're convincing me to go completely different and take Green Bay. I, I, your rationale and your logic behind Green Bay. I mean, just aside from the fact that they're the road team, like they should go into Mile High and beat Denver. I just wish I had more faith in Jordan Love. I know, me too, and and I'm worried because everything I know about betting and the lines is telling me to take Denver. I just I, I can't do it with that team. I can't I can't do it. So and my I'm rationale for San Fran- uh, for San Francisco too, PJ. Sorry to cut you off. Is no, I just ahead. think good defense, right? Like out of all of the teams yeah. we're talking about here, good defense. And yeah, Minnesota at home might be a little scary. It might be a one score game, but it is prime time. Kirk Cousins against. That defense, I don't really care if Christian McCaffrey doesn't play. I think they'll find a way. They're not going to have two bad games in a row in San Francisco. 
That's fair. That's fair. Gene, why do you like Seattle? Is your logic just that's the best bet, safest bet on the board? Well, I, I, I look at the, I like going against bad defense. Not like Seattle has a great defense, but that's point number one, that Arizona bottom seven defense. I think Arizona's played a little over their head. And I watched the entire Seattle-Cincinnati game, and look, Geno Smith was going into a hostile environment. They nearly came out. I just like this spot for Seattle coming back home with the 12s. Yes, it's a divisional game. That's actually my my, my biggest concern here, but yeah. it's, it's a divisional game with a head coach that doesn't know anything, or it's a new staff, so really it's a divisional game, but is it really a divisional game when Arizona's playing? So I, I'm, I'm comfortable taking Seattle here in this spot, PJ. It's a tough week, guys. It really is a tough week. I mean, I'm looking at the board, and there's just, I mean, there's so many gross games. Like Raiders-Bears is going to be gross. Commanders-Giants is going to be, it's a tough week. So good luck to you guys. Hopefully we all go 3-0, and we're back next week, and uh, we're talking about our survivor pools once more. Yeah, we'll go (laughs) 3-0. PJ, we'll be listening for you on Send It In with BetQL. Thanks for humoring us. Thanks for the winners. And you're right. We'll talk again next week. Same time. We'll we'll, uh, compare notes. You guys are the best. Talk to you next week. There he is, the host of Send It In, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, PJ Glasser, Insider Calls, presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Going back to the beginning of that, kind of makes me feel old, like, Jesse Orozco. Oh, he didn't yeah, know who you were know, talking no, about. No idea. No, I mean, idea, no man. idea. I mean, like you and I remember that series. You remember? We remember Doctor K. We remember all the characters. Strawberry. We remember all the characters from that Mets team. Dude, dude was born in what did he say? Ninety six. That's ten years after he was even born. So <laughs> for me, that would be like who was in sixty five? Johnny Unitas. Like I don't remember anybody from the NFL. For me, that would be like. Bill Mazeroski's home run against uh, the yeah. New York Yankees. Right. Like, why? What are you talking about? Right. So, yeah, yeah. I get it. It's like, yeah, when you put it in those terms, mm-hmm. boy, you, you, that's a good one, though. Bartolo. Oh, yeah. Big sexy. Had to throw that one at him today. That's an all timer. Uh, Maggie Gray, the host of uh, Maggie and Perloff, the co host of Maggie and Perloff, your new morning show here on The Fan Rochester, joins us uh, coming up here at 425. We've got some takes on tap next. With I'll drink to that. You were bringing up this point, like, why do they take calls in the Buffalo Bills post-game show? <laughs> like, half of them are in the bag. Yeah, my point was, you're smarter than what you're you're sharing with us when you call into the sports bar. Like, we believe in you. We know you watch these games, and you know what you're talking about. Some of you will call in and just give us outlandish takes, and it's like, c- come on. Be better than that. You're just you're doing it because you you want us to get upset. It's almost like you're baiting us. Yeah. Are you, is John from Rochester? Has he been trolling the Rochester sports talk stations his entire life? I feel like it's it's a long long term troll job. Yeah, and we're like the first show that says no, John, no, 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 stop, get out, stop, here. get out of here. But this is a rant against. All of that. I've got audio that maybe it's too inside baseball here, so to speak. That, but it's a good point for you if you hate your coordinator and you want him fired, or you hate your head coach and want him fired. Just, just chill out for a second. Yeah. Also, this story today about Caleb Williams wanting ownership of an NFL team. Uh-huh. There isn't an owner that would actually do that. I, I don't know would that there? that precedent will ever be set. What? We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, I, I, one of our favorites in the sports bar is uh, switching gears for the upcoming season. We'll explain where you might be able to see 
Yeah, one of our favorites during the college basketball season. That's coming up as well with I'll Drink to That here in the Sports Bar. Some takes on tap. Define favorite. <clears throat> he's a favorite in the Sports Bar. Uh, you know, he's, he's kind of like, you know, he's this right. you know, guy that's just yeah. like a favorite. Oh, well, well. You know, kind of, if you don't you. say nice things about me, I'll, I'll, have you, I'll have you whacked. I'll have you taken out. Uh, that's it. And he's got his finger jammed halfway up his nose. Uh, that's coming up next in the sports bar on the fan Rochester. Get ready to start the NFL week off right tomorrow night. It's Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday night football. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on this week's game between the Jags and Saints. You'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular same-game parlays pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Visit FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E, and don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21-plus and physically present in New York. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.